You're listening to the Ed Recovery Blog Podcast, where we talk about eating disorder recovery, body image, self-love, and everything in between. Ed Recovery Blog's content is operated by someone who has been through eating disorder recovery. The content presented on our platform should not be taken as medical advice and is not coming from a licensed therapist. Always consult with your treatment team with any changes to your recovery treatment. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to the Ed Recovery Blog podcast. This is Katie, the founder of Ed Recovery Blog, and I just wanted to say that we are so sorry that we have been absent for a little bit of time posting on the podcast. We just needed a little bit of a mental health break, but we are back and ready to provide all of the recovery content for you. Today's episode is going to be about knowing when to take a break. This episode is very fitting because I was recently in a situation where I needed to decide if I was going to take a break from posting on the blog. And while I was really sad to be doing that because I definitely missed interacting with everyone in the Ed Recovery blog family, I knew that it was the best thing for me to do to focus on my mental health and to really focus on myself and what I needed to do to heal myself during the time. Definitely am not perfect or healed or anything by that matter, but I am feeling a lot better and I am so glad to be posting back here on the podcast again. First, I'm going to start off by telling a story about my recovery. I have gotten a few messages from you guys saying, that you would like to see more personal stories about recovery and so I'm going to give you a little one today. When I was in my first semester of college, I wasn't doing well with my eating disorder recovery and I knew that I eventually needed to go to treatment. So I told myself that I would go to treatment after the college semester ended and this would be an okay plan if we weren't talking about eating disorder recovery because when you're in eating disorder recovery, you need to get help as soon as you possibly can. So I eventually decided with my treatment team that I was going to um, take a medical leave from school and continue a little bit later with the courses that I had taken. And some of my teachers let me take the finals early, some of them didn't. But regardless, the main part of this story is just to explain that it is okay to take a break. In my case, I was in college, but you might be in high school or middle school or in a job and you might be thinking, well, I can't leave because I am in this job or this school or this program and I don't want to lose the chances of that. And while that is great, it is much more important to be taking care of your mental health and your recovery. And while it is great to have something that you love so much that you don't want to leave, it is important that you always put your recovery first. It's important to remember that college, a job, a school, it's always going to be there. Your eating disorder recovery is urgent. The longer that you stay in your eating disorder, there's going to be more physical effects, there's going to be emotional effects. And I'm not saying this to try to stress anyone out or to give any kind of sense of anxiety or urgency. That is not the implication, but I'm just trying to explain the importance of eating disorder recovery and getting help as soon as you possibly can. 
So the first question you might be asking yourself is, how do I know when it's time to take a break? So this is going to look different for everyone, but if you notice yourself starting to feel burnt out or starting to feel like you can't handle whatever workload that you have, that's a good sign that you probably need to take a break. And a break doesn't necessarily mean going to residential treatment, but a break just might be what you need to be able to regroup and to get your headspace back and to focus on the most important thing right now in your life, which is your recovery. Knowing when to take a break starts with that awareness of knowing when whatever you're doing is just too much for you. And this requires a little bit of intuition, a little bit of knowing yourself and knowing when it's time for you to take a break. If for some reason you haven't strengthened this sense of intuition, you haven't been able to figure this out for yourself, a good rule of thumb is to ask a loved one. And you can ask them, hi, do you think that I need to take a break from this? Do you think that this is pushing me too hard? Do you think that this is taking away from my recovery? What do you think I should do? And if this is a loved one and hopefully someone that is supportive in your recovery, they can help you to see, is this too much? Are, do you need to take a step back? Is it time for you to take a break? And this can be helpful because sometimes it can be easier too if someone else is telling you something versus having to rely on yourself for that, especially in the beginning of your recovery if you're still working on trusting yourself. It's also important to remember that giving yourself time to rest is going to produce better work in the long run. When you are giving 50% to recovery and 50% to work, you are not giving obviously 100% to either and that is not going to produce your very best work. So if you are in you know, a program at school that you really love or a job that you really love, it can almost be motivating to think about taking a break because you know that when you get back and you're recharged that you are in a better place to produce the best work that you possibly can. I also want to give a little bit of a disclaimer that I am not trying to imply that you are going to be healed when you return back to school or to work or whatever it is. I'm just saying that if you are able to get into a better headspace, able to pick yourself up a little bit, that you will be able to give more of your energy to whatever you're working on. And also you'll be giving yourself some time to focus on your recovery uninterrupted which is very important to do because like i said earlier recovery is going to determine the well-being the future of the rest of your life because your quality of life can only be so good when you're in an eating disorder more often than not it's going to be pretty bad because your eating disorder takes so much of your life and so much of your energy that it's pretty hard to have a a really good good quality of life when you're stuck in your eating disorder I have definitely already said this a few times in the episode but I'm just gonna say it again because it is just that important your mental health always needs to be first. It can be very challenging to put yourself first if you're not used to doing this, but it is imperative to do so in your life. You deserve to be taken care of. 
there's not always going to be someone else that is able to take care of you. And through your recovery and through your self-love, self-acceptance journey, you will realize that you do deserve to be cared for and that you actually can take care of yourself. It's about giving yourself unconditional permission to take care of yourself and to put yourself first. This is something that's very easy to say and very nice to think about, but it is very challenging to actually do it. So if you would like to hear more about trying to believe these things for yourself, trying to improve your thoughts towards yourself, we can definitely do an episode on that. Send us a DM on Instagram or comment on one of our Instagram posts and we would love that feedback or if you have any other episode ideas, we would love to continue on this conversation a little bit more. Something else to remember is that your eating disorder is never going to be satisfied. You can always say, okay, when I get to this point, I will go into treatment or when I get to that point, I will go into treatment. But your eating disorder is never going to be satisfied even when you do get to that point or whatever point it is. So if you are putting off treatment and that's why you are not wanting to take a break, it's important to remind yourself of the truth that your eating disorder is not going to be satisfied when you hit a certain point that you think will suddenly give you the permission to take a break or to or to go into treatment. It can be really helpful to remind yourself of this truth as often as you can because a lot of people will put off treatment because they think that they're not sick enough, which is absolutely not true. Anyone that struggles with an eating disorder is sick enough. These eating disorders are so challenging, so awful to deal with that anyone that has struggled with an eating disorder even for one day deserves treatment. If you are listening to this podcast, I want you to know that I am giving you permission to take care of yourself, to take a break, and to put yourself first because you really do deserve it. I know that you might not believe me right now or you might not think that you're going to be able to give yourself a break or you'll feel too guilty if you take a break, but I want you to know that giving yourself that time and space to heal is going to be one of the greatest decisions you will ever make. So I wanted to end off this episode by just reminding you how valuable you are and how much you deserve to give yourself a break whenever you need it. And this episode is more about taking larger breaks, but it's also important to take breaks during your day and giving yourself that space and that permission to take a break can be life-changing in your life and in your recovery. If you are listening to this episode, if you found our platform, if you found this episode randomly, I want you to know that this is your sign to start taking care of yourself. You are going to be the longest relationship that you have in your life and you deserve to be taken care of. Something that's always helped me is trying to think about what I would say to a friend if they were in the same situation that I am in. If you're anything like me, you definitely are kinder to others than you are to yourself. And so I would definitely try this tactic with yourself and to try to think about if your best friend was in the same situation that you were in, what would you tell them? And when you are able to answer that honestly with yourself, 
Try just even thinking about what would happen if you told yourself that same thing. I know that you might not believe it right away, but this exercise can be extremely helpful to see how hard you really are on yourself and how much you deserve the same grace that you give to others. That's all we have for today's episode, but we wanted to say thank you so very much for welcoming us back with open arms. We are so glad to be posting again. Just to let you know, we are going to start off by posting bi-weekly episodes. This might change in the future, but for right now, we will be doing every other week on Wednesdays. We look forward to seeing you, not this following week, but the next one. And thank you so much for listening to the Ed Recovery Blog podcast. We will see you soon. Bye!